Alberto. Hey, it's Chase from the Table Gaming, and today we're going to be looking at the visions in the, well, not really the vision of the flames, but the visions in maybe the Asmodee USA store page as the Asmodee uh, website updated a bunch of previews of things that you can pre-order, revealing the She-Bears, the Freedmen, the Hedge Knights, the Queensmen, and the Roller Faithful. So I'm joined by Beric the Brick of A Song of Ice and Fire Discord fame, Mike from Off the Wall Games in Massachusetts, one of the best A Song of Ice and Fire communities on the East Coast, and then Calvin as well, our Patreon supporter extraordinaire. So thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. And we were chatting a little bit before we got things started uh, and giving our kind of initial impressions here of the She-Bears. And and Bear, kind of what was your, your hot take here? What were your first impressions? Like the fact there are six scalps, like like honestly, they're all female army. That's all female unit. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's great to get a little bit more like diversity in the uh, in the factions as well. And they and they look pretty amazing. Like these are you know six. You're saying six sculpts here, and they all look like pretty fantastic. Calvin, how about you? What are you thinking about the She-Bears? So... I really like the um, the alternate, uh, or I guess it would technically be the primary uh, Mormont veteran sculpt now. The one that's not in the attachment box uh, is it's the um, kind of lady on the uh, the front of the box carrying the torch. So that's it's just like a really kind of unique sculpt. I think they all they all look great. They're ready to burn things down. Yeah, they got these giant like spike club mace things ready to just like bash things in. Yeah, I would not want to get hit with one of those. <laughs> Mike, how about you? I think this is a uh, really neat. We kind of already got maybe a mini preview of this unit with the attachment box, so it's nice to kind of see what the uh, the whole thing's shaping up to be. But uh, really fantastic looking sculpts. I will say they have they have a little bit of shades of the uh, great axes kind of in their style. All of them are holding clubs on mace, but I I have the moment veteran scout from the attachment box. She's holding more of an X, so. Yeah, that's a slight difference from the attachment box moment veteran. And and I think looking at the box art on the back, on the back side, there's an image there. And I believe that that image is in the original art book that came with the Kickstarter. And I think oh. this might be the last unit that was revealed at Kickstarter through art that has now been or is now coming to be released. I think with this unit, it will actually close out. I think all the other art has been accounted for in released units up to this point. So that kind of like solves that final mystery piece there. Yeah, you'll even see it, like the art style. Like that's, yeah, they don't, it seems like that even from the box, they don't use that art style anymore on the back. They're a little bit more detailed. So that's interesting. And so the Mormon veteran had hardened or has hardened at least in 1.6. And so uh, each time the unit was attacked after the defense dice are rolled, they would automatically block, you know, additional hits. Uh, based on how many destroyed ranks. So do you think that the unit itself is going to have some sort of mechanic that interplays with that idea? Like, what do you think might be the role of a unit like this? Honestly, I feel like it might be a disrupt unit. I mean, like, kind of like the Cradle Man's or the Night's Watch, uh, Veterans of the Watch. I'm not getting a, I'm not getting an Agile feel or a Disrupt feel off of the, uh, the ability. That's true, that's <laughs> like, true. But, but they, feel like they feel like maybe they're resilient or something, like something on the tanky side. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they're a, they're a unit that's going to sit on an objective and say, "All right, bring whatever you got at me, and I'm just going to hit you in the skull." Mike, what do you? How do you kind of maybe predict these might play out? I, you know, I'm actually reading the uh, unit description on the back of the box a little bit here. So, um, um, I'll, it says, "Let's see, they have uh, zoom and enhance." Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, shoe bears wear armor of thick leather and heavy plate and arm themselves with two-handed maces capable of caving in breastplate on armored helm with a single blow. They add medium infantry with all the strengths and weaknesses they're in. The more dire the situation, the harder the she bears fight, often carrying on the battle past near fatal wounds. Oh, okay. Sounds like Bazooka, uh, sorry. Yeah. The, the best of my, my blurry reading there, yeah. But, well, if we look at the other uh, design indications, you know, we already had the uh, Kickstarter exclusive, um, uh, was it Alyssa Mormont, maybe? Who, um, uh, Mage Mormont. Uh, Mage Mormont, yeah, yeah. Um, the She-Bear, and she had the go-down fighting, so maybe we will uh, see something similar unit-wide. Oh, that could be fantastic. And it kind of hints at, like, smashing in helms, like, Maybe a sundering unit? Maybe something that's like a little like an armor cracker? They remind me a little bit of uh, cutthroats, uh, just with the similar kind of weapons. So maybe uh, something similar to that. Although no disrespect to neutral players, I, I'm liking these sculpts more than the cutthroats. The cutthroats are kind of like these really tall guys, and these are like, these are some hardy women you're really like smash face. Honestly, the text, from what I'm understanding, it's probably, a, they're probably going to have an ability based on ranks, similar yeah. to Berserkers and, uh, I guess, Great Axis. And then let's maybe move on down and, and talk about the new Targaryen unit that's been revealed. So the Freedmen, and this is a really interesting one as well. First off, the box art is really, really cool. We don't see on the Asmodee store the back of the box, but of the two sculpts they revealed, it's three miniatures on a single base. And so that kind of raises some questions about, like, is that going to be a solo tray? Uh, probably, I'm guessing. But it could maybe be, would we ever see potentially like a cavalry tray with uh, kind of a different sort of style, like layout of troops where they're like, you know, four spots of clusters versus like the clean ranks? I don't know. Any any predictions or, or thoughts in general about this unit, what we see? I think it would be really cool if they were all, if you get like four uh, solo trays or two, or however many, uh, because they kind of serve as like an, a disorganized unit. You can kind of just move them all over the battlefield. They're not something your opponent wants to focus on, but they can do a lot of kind of disruption just by kind of flooding in areas. That's, that sounds kind of good. I, I don't know, like, my, my concern with Targaryens is they are, they are starting to look like they have a lot of solo trades. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> like they actually they have Jorah, they have three dragons. That's four that I can think of right now already. And possibly the Hawkeyes. Yeah, Hawkeyes uh, Hor- Hor- are solo as well. So having more solo traits will be an interesting thing, but it mess with their faction identity a little bit. But then again, Takiris faction identity have always been like a mixed, uh, mixed army of different factions all in one. I think it'd be interesting to see maybe more irregular style units so we maybe see a cluster on some small bases maybe in uh, looser formations um kind of like maybe you've seen in uh, some other um traditional war games well can you expand upon that so you're meaning like maybe having some sort of like um almost like, like a- the skirmishers in old uh warhammer fantasy where they didn't um exactly rank up so maybe requiring them to have a loose formation. It could just be a really interesting um, design space that hasn't been really explored yet. Here's, here's my crazy speculation. What if it's a Calvary tray that can turn into solo trays? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I feel like that's something out of a movie and they're like, they're like, what's showing up on the radar? It's like one blip. And they're like, oh no, it's hundreds. Like they were all hiding on top of each other. 
That would that would be really fun. Basically, they can take wounds to transfer the wounds to a solo tray. Okay, <laughs> if, if if Targaryens can't get dragons and transformers, I would be jealous. I'd be like, <laughs> how are they? We do see one very um, triumphant-looking leader character maybe they're in the middle who doesn't look represented on any of the bases so maybe there's something else in this box we haven't seen yet as well oh interesting yeah maybe there could be some sort of like cohesive thing where it's like based around a leader then i don't know there's room yeah there's a lot of cool room for design space there then you're right um i was almost wondering do you think we might see something like uh could this be like the old free folk raiders sort of situation where it's like you have to buy a certain number, like you don't just get one tray, you got to buy a pair of, you know, six points worth or something. Because I'm assuming it's going to be a cheap unit and the Targaryens, oh, yeah. you know, don't have a lot of cheap units. So I could see this probably being pretty desirable as like maybe something a little bit more spammable or something you could like fill in your gaps with. But hopefully it doesn't yeah. just become a lot of just free activations. I would imagine though, if, if they're in a solo tray i would imagine there'll be two to three points and if they were in a larger kind of like cavalry tray but infantry maybe four maybe five uh, they're definitely going to be a unit that you just kind of use as a meat shield but it would be interesting if they had um kind of a, like a regeneration mechanic like you sure you kill them they don't have a whole lot of great abilities but they can just keep coming back uh, that kind of sounds like poor fellows right a little bit yeah I mean, that's the comparison because they do look like the assholes versions of the poor fellows. Absolutely. We also saw the Hedge Knights, but I know, you know, as Free Folk are such a popular faction, we probably don't need to spend a lot of time talking about them. Um, you know, no coin <laughs> behind the wall and stuff. No, I, I only joke because I know Barrick <laughs> is a fan of them. And I know, Mike, you're you know one of the most longtime you know, oh. uh, neutral players. Hedge Knights. Mike, why don't I give the honor to you? Why don't you start us off here? Any initial thoughts? Oh, man. I mean, ever since these were, um, you know, spoiled, I think, months ago in some pre-order lists and misspelled, I've been, um, you know, looking forward to them for a long time. So, no, I, I think this is going to be a really interesting unit. We're starting to see a lot of cavalry kind of come out of neutrals right now. So this will be our third uh, cavalry unit for the faction, which could have some cool design implications as far as uh, list building. Um, but also just the sculpts are really, really awesome. Uh, you have these, you know, rugged guys, beat up looking knights on horses with big two-handed swords and um, lots of uh, open space to if, you know, anybody felt inclined to do their own uh, heraldry, which I think is something that's kind of um, uh, ripe for kind of... Uh, Creative exploration there. And then, Callan, I think we were talking a little bit beforehand. They did mention on the back of the box, there's four miniatures, and then there's a total of five cards, which includes a unit card and four attachment cards and a movement tray. So it seems like maybe there might be a lot more to this box than meets the eye. Yeah, I think when there are a couple kind of uh, scenarios here where there, it's... Um, if you wanted each individual miniature has the same ability, but because it's a neutral, you could have them in different units and therefore you would technically need a different card for them. Or each figure is somehow has its own different ability, which is very interesting. Uh, and, but that's kind of strange because it doesn't seem like they're you know, notable characters or figures within the uh, Song of Ice and Fire universe at all. Right, none of them look like the Hedge Knight, right? There's no like especially tall yeah. Duncan miniature here. No, but going off of um, 
what Mike said, I kind of had the exact same thinking was that um, when I first heard, you know, Hedge Knights neutral or a unit that would, was eventually coming out, I was like, oh, you know, wild speculation. What are these guys going to be? Are they going to be, you know, foot knights? Are they going to be mounted? Are there going to be variations of that? And then seeing them, they, they are just kind of incredible looking sculpts. Uh, and my kind of first thought also was, oh, man, I could do so much with like random heraldry and uh, different things from the universe itself of like lesser houses and things to paint on these guys. I, I love how the they're so worn. Like, you know, how do you depict them as different than regular knights? And just seeing the actual like built into the sculpt cuts on the cloth and the, you know, the scrapes on the shields, like they do look a little bit more weathered there. So even if you don't paint them, right, if you're new to the hobby and you, you don't paint your miniatures, like these will still have a lot of flavor just as is. And I'm excited to see that kind of what other things people do with them. Barrick, you were actually talking a little about some of the side projects that you might be excited to incorporate this unit into. Can you talk a little about that? I mean, the bravo, the heritage idea, but honestly speaking, these scalps are beautiful and they're so good for conversions for many projects. So but there was that house iron, you know, fan make, you know, um, cards that were made previously. Yeah, like these scalps are totally perfect for that. And honestly, I probably have to buy three to four boxes just to cover house iron. And maybe, you know, make your own cool, like, custom force then. I don't know. Yeah, actually, Mike, you know, what are you, what are you thinking? How many uh, unit boxes did you maybe pre-order for them? Uh, at least two. So maybe <laughs> we'll see more with the um, attachments, whether or not that brings um, something else. But absolutely two of them. I can't see myself going below two as well. Yeah, two is definitely the minimum. <laughs> That's good. As a as a free folk player who's maybe looking to dabble in some other factions like Greyjoys, I'm like, well, how do I? What do I do with neutrals, and how many should I be getting? So maybe maybe I'll pick up two then as well. The we'll answer is all the neutrals, Chase. Fair enough. Fair. Enough. Well, I mean, also, you know, I'm looking at Greyjoy, and I'm like, well, I, you know, I don't think there'll probably be a faction that's all about cavalry. So, yes. you know, maybe getting a Hedge Knights unit like that maybe makes sense to have as an, another option, something a little bit more Definitely. speedy. Completely agree. Yeah. And then uh, for Baratheon, we have the Queensmen revealed now as well. Uh, now, we'd, we'd heard about the Kingsmen before. Now we get the Queensmen, and they've got some really interesting box art. I couldn't quite tell at first, and this is where my mind goes. It looks like they're killing. Are those are those free folk or are those Starks on the box art? There's, uh, <laughs> they're killing some people in furs, it looks like. So, um, it's definitely free folk. What? Okay. How dare they? Well, um, they're in the yeah. north, you know. So. They're in the north. That's nice. Yeah. What? what the heck? All right. I, thought it, All right. I initially thought it was kind of a beach landing and they were killing something. But, and it, on a lot of the other what, Baratheon boxes, it looks like they're killing um, like strong you know, crows or something. So first question, like, is this uh, is this really necessary, right? Why, why do we got to stick into the free oak here like this in this beautiful box art? But second thing, you know, talking about sculpts, this is another faction. You guys are talking about like heraldry on shields. Like these sculpts look fantastic. And the shields, everything really seems to pop. And I, I, know, I love the renders that they show here. But I know just so like a good. lot of the Baratheon units, they come out with that kind of like buttery color. And like they just show a lot of detail. Um, where are, who, who, who here likes to dabble with Baratheons? And are these on your list? What are you excited about? I mean, I haven't played them uh, <laughs> yet, but I have collected pretty much all of them and they're a lot of fun to paint and kind of seeing that each kind of figure here has a different helm that's pretty cool um and yeah the, the shields are going to be so much fun to paint do you guys typically prefer having shields with the 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 imagery like sculpted in or do you like to do like a flat shield that you freehand or like apply a transfer to oh those, it has to be sculpted in then <laughs> that's, that's my preference i would strongly prefer that as well as somebody who has an, a ton of experience in freehanding 
Freehanding us, freehanding us emblem. That's not easy, man. That's not easy. Mike, what are your thoughts on the uh, the Queen's Men? Uh, just between like the artwork and the unit themselves, they look really, really cool. They've got this awesome kind of uh, rugged, like beaten look to them. You can kind of see scratches and like nicks on the armor, and uh, yeah, they they just look really, really cool. And we see that this unit does not come with an attachment. It's uh, 11 miniatures, including, and then one uh, bannerman. Uh, so it looks like it'll be kind of its self-inclusive unit here. What do you think we might see for stats here? What kind of unit might this be? I would assume it's going to have a three armor save with plate mail and a shield. Yep. It's going to be slow, I'm guessing, right? <laughs> That's a given. <laughs> no, I mean, it's the graph. <laughs> pairing off with that then is the roller Lightbringers, which we've seen in the past right that's a unit that was revealed before i think we might have had one shot of the sculpt is that is that ring true yeah there was one in i can't remember if they were there was a chat that uh it was simon expo doing. yeah i think it was simon expo that they were briefly on screen for you know a couple seconds but i've seen some screenshots of them yet and so we've seen their their stats from back then, and it was subject to change, right? Uh, and they had that vicious fire arrows where if the defender failed their panic test, they would suffer an additional wound, and then it would also spread a panic token to another unit within short range. So we kind of get like somewhat maybe of what, even if the rules change or they get tweaked a little bit, we get somewhat of an idea behind what they're going to be about. What do, what, do you, uh, what do you think of the sculpts, the box art? I mean, we, we can pull out a little bit here. There's no attachment in the units. So there's not quite as much to talk about. But, you know, what were your initial impressions of what we see here? I mean, it looks, they're the best looking ranged unit in the game. Uh, it's a, they've come a long way since the Stark Bowman, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Stark <laughs> Bowman, I, I like the Stark Bowman. They're, they're simple, but they're, but they're beautiful in their own way. Uh, <laughs> they have a classic guys, feel to them. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. A classic feel and uh, no uh, way to pick up arrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More for intimidation, right? The enemy looks out and sees a silhouette, and they're like, "Oh, there's a lot of guys over there with bows." Yeah, they don't have any arrows though. Well, they remedied that here, right? Oh, this this makes me want to learn object source lighting. If looking at that box art, if you ever want to, you know, paint up a unit of that, maybe having a whole Stannis army that has um, source lighting on all the flame weapons would be really cool. Man, I'd love to see what people do with even like their scenic bases. It'd be cool to do like a, like a little trench in front of them with like fire. Ooh. Like it's like a little LED or something where it's like they're all standing there ready to dip their bows in there. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Do you have a favorite sculpt out of the four that we see here? They're, they're pretty dynamic. A lot of cool action poses. Uh, I was going to say the, the, the non-action pose guy looks kind of the best to me. Uh, and I think if we go back and yeah, I'm looking at on the, the channel right now, the guys that are not doing anything. I think when I first saw that, it was like, eh, okay, they're, the action poses look better here. I mean, that guy just kind of looks like, you know what? I can slowly pull my arrow out. And uh, I know that it's terrifying if the enemy sees me just like casually pulling a fire arrow out of my quiver. It's also interesting. I'm, I'm noticing here that when they post the images on their website, they're in reverse. They flip mm -hmm. the image. And so initially I was like, oh, interesting. They fire their bows in their right hand. But that's actually that's not the case. It's just the way they present the images on the Asmodee store. wonder what the reason is, it, is behind that. Hmm. Is that reverse? Yeah, they are reverse. I wonder if there's, you know, why that happened. At some point, someone has to make that conscious decision. <laughs> That's interesting. But probably not the mysteries we need to explore on the on the podcast. <laughs> but, I mean, these are really amazing. And I'm, I'm excited to see what these actually, uh, you know, 
come out as their finalized version. I guess we'll probably get maybe a clue of that in the 2121 card packs, uh, maybe before these units even get out in the wild. There isn't really a, a, a specific release date for them yet, but it looks like we've got a lot of things coming down the pipe. Well, thank you guys so much for jumping on here quick. I know this is a little bit impromptu. We we saw them get released and Barrick, you kind of organized these great cards that showed like all the box art and the and the units together to share. That was fantastic. And uh, we were all realized we're all here talking about it. We're like, let's just jump on and record something. And so thanks for making the time to come on here and talk. No problem. Awesome. Yeah, having Barrick on, it's like, having our own little rss feed there we go <laughs> the the brain trust in here thank you it has to be a certain timing because if they if, they, if these things pop out at three to four a.m i'm i'm asleep man i can't do this <laughs> the rss feed is down <laughs> yeah, we have a running joke i sleep through all the um uh spoilers you know and then have to catch up hours later but uh this is the perfect overlap of time. Well, I'm excited to get up there to Massachusetts at some point, maybe this summer, depending on, on COVID and how things have cleaned Absolutely. up. And, and uh, hopefully we'll all have all the cool toys at that point. I'll be looking forward to it. So Barrick and Calvin and Mike, thank you so much for jumping on and uh, I look forward to chatting with you more in the Discord. And uh, for everybody else, you know, let us know in the comments what you think about these new units, if you have any speculation ideas or theories. And in the meantime, go beat your miniatures on the table.